Hey everybody, welcome to Homeroom with Phil Valentine, a podcast hosted by me, comedian teacher Phil Valentine. Every week I'm going to sit down with a new guest and talk to them about their school experience, what it was like for them every day between the bells. Thanks for tuning in. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, follow, and share with a friend if you like the show. All right, guys, thanks for listening. This week I'm doing things a little bit different. I did not have one in the can, had a couple cancellations on my end. So this week I'm doing a best of the best, worst and weirdest. Uh, It's just a revisit of the first five episodes. If you like them, go back and listen to the full episodes. Uh, And thanks for listening. Also, everybody, I want to ask uh, if you will take a moment, go subscribe to my YouTube, Phil Valentine, and also leave a review wherever you listen to this, uh, and share it. Share it with a friend, send it to a friend, share it on your stories. Just share it. Hmm, best, worst, weirdest. Uh... Oh man, uh, you did send me this on text, and <laughs> and I was like, "That is great." And then I didn't, I didn't come up with any specifics. Uh, worst, worst is probably easiest, right? Worst, yeah, worst for me was definitely navigating how to talk to girls and how to how to make that happen. Uh, I lost my virginity the summer after my senior year, like after I graduated high school. Um, But I would say I was a sexual person for like four years before that or whatever. Just all of high school. And, And then before that, even like some of the cruelty in fifth and sixth grade was like, messing with girls saying like hey let's be boyfriend girlfriend and then like somehow embarrassing them about that about that i like i'm not your boyfriend what are you talking about like right just really weird manipulative cruel shit and mr witham in fifth grade actually said what you did to mary beth was cruel and i remember him saying that word thinking but it was funny i'm i'm like the funny nice guy i'm not cruel and then just being like, oh, wait, what the fuck is wrong with me? You yeah, know? yeah. Anyway, uh, but knowing I had twisted twisted feelings about girls, like that's a weird joke to make uh, right. to a girl. And then discovering my body or whatever in eighth grade and like wanting, like learning that some people were actually, actually having sex or making out. Right. Uh, I mean, I had a girlfriend, girlfriend, air quotes, uh, in eighth grade who specifically started telling my friends to tell me that she wanted to tongue kiss me by the buses uh, that day. And I got so scared. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So I broke up with her. Uh, (laughs) And I didn't tongue kiss a girl until I think like sophomore year of high school or whatever. Right. Um, And then like I had some hookups with girls the summer before senior year where i just felt ashamed and embarrassed by them when both of these girls were like super they they were very sexy to me based on how my body responded alone like why didn't (laughs) i why didn't i just like like i wish i would have just let that happen instead of like over like i would overthink these kinds of things and like social dynamics of it yeah and like like shut it down because I like what what will my friends think or like 
I told that other girl I like her, or like whatever. Right. Whatever the weird. Mental gymnastics. Oh, yeah. The overthinking. Crazy <laughs> overthinking, which. I'm still plagued with, with overthinking. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is. I, I didn't have relief from until I discovered drinking in college. So, um, so yeah, that would be the worst part was like the overthinking girl stuff. Okay. Uh, and I, I'll, I would roll in the weirdest part with that. Uh, or maybe I can find something more interesting to talk about. Uh, well, here's a thing that was weird and kind of made me learn a lot about how the world works this is seventh grade spanish uh no eighth grade spanish whenever oj the oj simpson verdict was happening uh so was that what 90 no the crime was 94 i don't know oh. if the case was 94 okay well, so yeah, anyway, it was that year. I'm only bringing that up for a time frame. Um, my teacher went out on a long break. I don't know. I don't know if she had a kid or something or why, but she was out for like two months, uh, maybe more. So they brought in this long-term sub who was a Spanish-speaking man, like a guy who was Hispanic uh, yeah. or Latino. I don't know what the, the correct term is. Um, he... Uh, he was a people pleaser like me, I think, because yeah. he learned that there were personalities in the room that would l trick him into just like hanging out for 45 minutes and we were bullshit. Yeah. Um, uh, this is very politically incorrect to say, but one of them was Midget Eddie. Uh, <laughs> he was a little person in our school and that's what everybody called him. Uh, <laughs> he even called himself that. That's just his name. These were different times but he he was a puerto rican kid and so he he spoke spanish and he would and he was like classic napoleon kind of personality like he ran that classroom right uh <laughs> and he got this teacher to basically turn it into a hang every day and i told my mom i was like i don't think i'm learning anymore in spanish this there's a substitute and i don't yeah you know whatever and my mom called the school and the day came where the teacher came in and he said, guys, I, you know, we have to do the work because somebody called in. Somebody I don't know who it was. Time. And then it turned into that weird thing where everybody's like, who was it? Who told? Right. You know, and I learned so much about uh, like truth and justice and um, like, like what? I mean, I do think it was the right move. I was just like, going to say, it's such learn. a weird thing because you're doing the right thing. Your moral compass is pointed in the right direction with that. You yeah, know? yeah. But it's like the the feeling of being like, oh, I'm the fucking lame one now. Right. Like, right. I'm the corny one. Like, And you probably told your mom not expecting the outcome to be her calling. Yeah, and I actually can't remember if I was ever made or not. Uh, like, mom, don't you get I was just blown off steam here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get me Rosetta Stone. Um, so that was a weird thing. Okay. Uh, and then the best part. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I like it's so lame and cliche. I, I will say the memories like I really do have a lot of fun memories uh, and a lot of just like crazy stuff that happened. That'll it's just all stuff that feels like fodder for stand up. And, yeah. And like, 
you know, knowing how I want to raise my kid and, sure. uh, you know, we were just hanging out with a friend who's uh, an NYPD police officer detective for like 15 years or whatever. And he was like, he was like, I got to tell you about the public school system. <laughs> and he's like telling us about it. And I'm just like, damn, like, like we've been so excited. Like we're going to live in Brooklyn and she's going to have this like awesome childhood and yeah. this like out of this world, like, you know, it's New York City. This is amazing. And now I'm like realizing, oh, this might be challenging, you know? Right. And so like, I don't know, knowing how lucky I was to have the school experience and growing up experience I had, how can I help her have that here? Yeah. Um, like nothing he said is making us be like, oh, we got to get the hell out of here. But it's right. definitely got me thinking about... um being more hands-on maybe like our parents didn't help us with any of our homework like right like my mom was pretty good about making sure we were doing it but nobody's like sitting with us like helping us figure stuff out right i have a feeling that might be a big part of my life uh based on what i learned Um, yeah yeah but anyway cool really cool i don't know if that's a lame answer not at all Best, worst, and weirdest? Yeah. I think the best was... I got really, really lucky with my homeroom, or what we call the form room. Form room is where, when you get to school in the morning, you go to one room and you have the same group of kids in that room every single morning. Um, And you do, like, announcements, and you do, you know, you uh, do, like, check-in, you know, as in, like, take take attendance, um... Take and roll. Talk about the things that are coming up. Yeah, take and roll call, stuff like that. But then um, we would also like develop good friendships in that room because it was the same people in every year. So year to year, from year eight to year 12, you're in the same form room. So those same people you grew up with for five years in five very, very, uh, God, wow. What everything that happens in those five years, it feels like a lifetime. Uh, right. So that's the best. That was the best thing about high school for me was sharing those five years with those same people, and I got really lucky because I got some very cool people in my form who I'm still friends with today. In fact, one of them I just had dinner with on the weekend. He and his wife came. They live in he lives in Oklahoma now, and uh, he's one of my best friends in the whole world. And he uh, is a musician. Um, he you know he's opening for Kiss and Toto, <laughs> like. Wow. But he was in my form. That's how we met. And right. um, we were great friends, and 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 all, a lot of the people that I were in my form, I'm still close friends with, uh, uh, through thick and thin, through 20 years. Um, so that's wow. the good. And and our form teacher was Miss Wern. She was the best, and she's still around. Like we're still in touch. We still. She's you know wow. very proud of all of us. <laughs> but she was extraordinary. <laughs> she was an extraordinary woman. Um, it started out the first year we, we started with her. It was a really tragic year for her. Her best friend was murdered in a, in a hot tub. So she kind of, we met her in the middle of that grief process. So pretty heavy stuff. And in spite of that, she didn't take leave. She didn't, you know, take it out on us. She didn't, you know, show, uh, she just, we all kind of. Yeah, we had a lot of respect for her. And I think that goes a long way if the kids actually respect the teacher. Um, So that was a big deal for us. That was a really big deal for us. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say, I think it's awesome that 
the teachers are part of that, right? Like you didn't, it's not just, um, the friend, the social relationships, or it is still the social relationships with the teachers are part of it. And I think that's, uh, that's cool because I guess I would say, you know, same for us with homeroom, you have every year, you just have your one form, uh, form room. And so Mm -hmm. it becomes a a bond for the teacher too. And I think that's in America, a homeroom, we would call it. All right, so we got the best. We got the best part was uh, form room, those relationships. Mm -hmm. How about the worst? What do we got? The worst to me was really, um, you know, I, and I regret that I have this still in my head, but I do. When I was in the final uh, stages of my final year of high school, there was something called Year 12 Perspectives. And Year 12 Perspectives was a, an exhibition put on by the, uh, the only art gallery and museum in my home state, the Art Gallery of WA. So what they would do is they would go around to all of the different high schools and take the final Year 12 art students, because I did art as my, one of my electives for my final year, and they would find the best pieces okay. and they would hang them in an actual art gallery and they would make it an exhibition called year 12 perspectives there was only one other person i knew in my class who actually wanted to be an artist when they graduated the rest were just kind of doing it for shits and giggles because art is fun um but she was she was a really dedicated painter she still paints today um and i was the only other one in the class who i was like well this is going to be my job this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and i know it like, I know it in my bones. This is what I'm going to do. Right. So I put a ton of work. I put an extraordinary, an inordinate amount of work into this final piece. My final piece, which is what you get graded on for your final exam. You do an art history exam. You do a written, pro- you do a written portion. And then you do your physical actual piece. That gets graded by external graders. So people, like state people come in to grade that piece and okay. the exam. Um, but also your teacher, um, you know, has a lot to do with that. So my art teacher, who will remain nameless, for some ungodly reason, I don't know why, uh, I'm sure she feels bad about it, I have no idea, forgot to submit our pieces for the Year 12 Perspectives program. It was something that I had aspired, it was the only thing I had ever aspired to at that point in my life. It was the one thing I was like, I want to see my work on a wall or at least have the opportunity to be considered for an exhibition. That right. Wow. What an amazing thing for an artist. turns out I did a really, I mean, I looked back on it recently. It's a pretty good piece. Like for a 17 year old, like I was like, yeah, but above average It's still to this day. If I saw it, I'd be like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I, I don't know why she forgot to submit it. I don't know. We had a, 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 we had a weird relationship. It was a, yeah, we kind of butted heads a bit, my art teacher and I. I even put a hid in one of my pieces about the um, <laughs> how I thought it was dumb that we had to study uh, the history of certain artists who had absolutely no influence on you know X, Y, and Z, and why we should be looking forward and looking uh, for new ways of creating art and new mediums and yeah. not trying not to replicate what's already been done. She was a, obviously a staunch advocate for just 
painting like a neoclassicist or like a modernist or a you know impressionist you know so i we would always butt heads on stuff just yeah. perceptually conceptually and all so so i don't know i don't think there was any animus there that she was like i'm not going to submit his piece for this but nonetheless i ended up going to the gallery when the exhibition opened um assuming that my piece had been considered but rejected um and I saw some of the worst dog shit drawings. Oh. Like you could have seen them on a napkin. Like it was so impossibly bad. And I was like, I've never said this about art in my life, but my piece was empirically better yeah. than many of the pieces on that wall in wow. that giant, beautiful art gallery. Um, it was our version of the Met, you know. And uh, right. I raised it and found out that she had forgotten to submit my piece and i just i i shouldn't hang on to that but i have always hung on to that because i know i've gone on to you know much better things since but as a kid that killed me that oh, really yeah. messed with me really messed me up that at that age oof, well that's I just, the thing I was man. so angry <laughs> you've gone on to better things but at that point you didn't have those better things like this is it this is the grasp Oh, and I had built it up in my head too. Is this big thing that I was really aspiring to. And when I was working on that final piece, I was like, this is going to get on a wall. People are going to see this. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And I, I didn't have like, an, I wasn't like arrogant or anything as a kid. I was pretty modest about my stuff. I was worried about sharing it with people. But right. this particular one, I was like, oh, I'm proud of this one. Wow. And uh, no one ever saw it except, you know, I guess someone who graded it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Wow. Yeah. So that was the bad. That was pretty bad. I still yeah. remember that. You asked for the weirdest. The weirdest. All right. So the weirdest is um Okay, this is this is it's 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 strange. I um I went on a music tour. I joined the choir. Went on a music tour to Singapore and uh with a whole bunch of kids because I just wanted I didn't I wasn't particularly musical. Um, uh, but, uh, I, I guess I wanted to go on a music tour. So I pretended I could sing and I was like an alto and, um, I don't know. I guess the weird, like, so I, we were on a boat in the Harbor in Singapore and I, this is so weird. I saw like, just, <laughs> I saw a, <laughs> It was the first naked man I've ever seen in my life. And it stuck with me because it's the weirdest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> I saw an old naked man on the boat next to us jerking off into a river. Wow. <laughs> and it it just stuck with me. It's one of the weirdest memories I have from high school. I was, I was like wow. mortified by it. And I looked around and barely anyone had seen it. Like there were two other kids. So I was like, did you just see that? They're like, oh. It's just one of the weirdest memories that I could never get rid of with no amount of therapy gets rid of that first naked man. And then he's doing that into, yeah. into a river in Singapore uh, on a boat that you're on. It's weird with your it's... classmates. Like exactly. There are, with there are layers around. So weird. Isn't that weird? That's so weird. And so like, uh, the Gross. weirdest thing is that it's a school memory. Like I, that kills me. That's yeah, exactly. so funny. Yeah. It shouldn't be a <laughs> what, school memory. That should the be the teacher last there? thing. No, the teacher was down below deck. So it was a big boat. It was a big boat. The teacher was but swimming was, in the river yeah. down below. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, covered in uh, that slick of oil. Um, it was not pretty, man. It really, yeah. That's a. It's one of the weirdest stories I have from high school. It shouldn't be wild. high school memory, but it is. How long were you on this uh, tour trip uh, in Singapore? It was one week. It was a one week trip. We went all around Singapore. We sang for schools and parliamentarians and diplomats and. Wow. All sorts of stuff. It was a really interesting tour. You know, seeing another country and all this interesting stuff. Plus, got to see a guy jerk off a boat. So that was yeah, like, I know. Uh, <laughs> that is the interesting stuff. Every, everything else is the plus. <laughs> Maybe that's why I became a comedian. That that just tweaked something in my brain, and forever I've been broken. <laughs> I hope you were staying upriver. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, staying down river. In the river. It was great. Oh my god. That is too funny. Yeah. Pretty bad. That was pretty bad. That's such a weird memory, but it's a high school memory, unfortunately. So there it is. That is hysterical, <laughs> man. Best, worst, and weirdest. Alright, so the best. Uh the best alright, so <laughs> so the best, like my best memory from high school was having to do a project on Frankenstein, I didn't do it. I drew on the board, and I got a 75 for it. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Griffin. I don't know. I bullshit my way through that entire... Like, I'm talking about people came in with dioramas, yeah. poster boards, shoe boxes with little little figures in yeah, it. Yeah, things I they went, built. I went, they were like, oh, Julio. He goes, Julio, do you have your... I was like, I have it. Mr. Griffin, but it's a little different from everybody else's. Yeah, yeah. So my friend in the back is rolling because he knows that I don't have anything. So I just started drawing on the board. And I was like, oh, this and this and this and this. And I was like, that's it. Yeah. And everybody's laughing. And Mr. Griffin goes, 75. I was like, yes! (laughs) Yes! And people were pissed. Oh, my God. Of course. They were like, I spent all day on that. I know. He just came up with that now. It's like, yo. Me, man. You julio that situation? Yes, I did. I, I definitely did. Uh, let's see. The worst? Uh, ah, all right. The worst was like junior high. I don't know what compelled me to do this, but do you remember for N64 they had a South Park game? Yes. So I brought that to school to show to somebody. Oh. And I had it in my big-ass North Face coat and I had it in my locker. I think this was after like maybe like fourth period. I went back to my locker to switch out notebooks. And my fucking locker was broken. My jacket wasn't in there. Uh. So I went into the staircase that was next to my next to the locker. And my jacket's there. The game is missing. Like somebody cut my jacket. I was like, you couldn't just take the game yeah. out of the jacket? Like, uh, devastating. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you get home and your mom's more pissed about the jacket. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, but you, didn't you hear me talk about the game? Like, she didn't care about the game at yeah. all. You're just like, get your jacket. You got to get a new jacket. And I was like, no, I took, I took the game. <laughs> I was very far in the game. Which is so funny, too, just the idea of bringing, like, your N64 cartridge to school. Mm-hmm. Like, I got it. Like, yeah, like they're yeah. not going to believe you. At all. Like, it was a South Park game and I got it. <laughs> Nothing was better than GoldenEye, though. Oh, yeah, nothing nothing was touching GoldenEye. (laughs) Fucking GoldenEye. Oh, God. The fights. That and Super Smash. What what grade was that? Oh, um, when that happened, that was... 
I was junior high, I think like six. So like my yeah. first, yeah, it was like my first foray. I was getting robbed. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the last one? Weirdest. Weirdest. Ah, okay. Uh, you've heard it because I put it into a joke. When I became the head of a gang out of nowhere in high school, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but it did. So like a buddy of mine, shout out to Ruben, my, my boy Ruben, used to always talk about like shanking people. I don't know why, but that was just like stupid shit we used to say. So like, yo, Shank Nation, that's what we are, Shank Nation, whatever. Uh, so I got sick. Back then, I don't know what it was with my immune system, but if I got sick, I was out for a week. Oh, man. So I was out for a week. I come back, Phil, there's fucking freshmen coming up to me saying, yo, what's up, Julio? I was like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and then my boy tells me, he's like, yo, so like, the Shank Nation thing got bigger while you were out. <laughs> So we're like an actual outfit now. <laughs> and people want to join. And you're like the head of the table. Oh my God. I was like, but why is that? When did that become the thing though? Like, yeah. why Why me? They're like, oh, because we know you don't want to put in no real work to do it. They're like, nah, you know what? I respect you. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> How'd you get out of that one? Um, eventually, it sort of like disbanded. But, like, you know, we'd still say it to each other, but it was, oh, my God, that shit was so ridiculous. Got bigger than anybody imagined, right? <laughs> yeah, like, the, we had beef with another gang in the school that started. Oh, my it was, God. And the name of that gang was ISB, which stood for I Smack Bitches. I was like, I'm definitely not fighting nobody <laughs> from ISB. I Smack Bitches. Yeah. Against, uh -huh. against Shank, Na Shank Nation. Shank Nation, yep. At this school called H-Slaps. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The best, worst, and weirdest parts of school for you? Could be a memory, could be an experience, could be a whole thing, however you want to take that. I got pantsed in second grade going to gym class. Wow. Uh, underwear still on, but just was deeply embarrassed. Wow, um, so that's going to take it for the worst? Yeah, worst. Uh, weirdest, there was a day I came home, my mom, I, I mentioned I really hated this priest. And my mom like took me aside, was like, did he touch you? I was like, no! <laughs> Um, she's well, like, cause that would explain why you're shut in all the time. Right, right. <laughs> this is late. This is like freshman or sophomore year too, high school. Um, and the, the, the priest was like a known creep. Not, I don't think like touching kids, but like other Just a, yeah, 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 looked like a pig. Um, so what was the question? Best, worst, weirdest? Yeah, it sounds like we got the the worst and the weirdest. Yeah, this, this wasn't even planned. I just I just had these like in my memory ready to go. Yeah, and then best. Uh, this is also like glory days, absolute nonsense. But uh, junior year, second high school, in my opinion, the prettiest girl in the senior class gets dumped by her then college boyfriend because she's a senior, he's a year older, obviously, smoking hot chick. Right. Apparently, she was crying in the gym and said, This weekend, I want to hook up with Kyle Mara. Wow. And someone told me that, and that weekend, I hooked up with her, and it was. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Like, there's, like, <laughs> like you, ever, you ever, like, associate, like, songs with stuff? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I can tell you the, the three songs I had repeat on my iPod Nano at the time. And whenever those songs come on the radio, I think of this girl. And that, like, week of my life, I'm like, I was the fucking man. Dude. <laughs> if you have a best school memory, a worst school memory, and a weirdest school memory. I think, I think, um... One of my best school memories was when I got the most votes and became president of the sophomore class in wow. college. That that was a big one. Yeah. 
and the one of the worst you said mm -hmm. and one of the worst was that I was away I had my my dental school boyfriend at that time was in Cornell University and I was there for the weekend and so I spoke to my roommate told me that I won but what had happened and this is this goes along with the worst memory a, a, a guy who was also running for office said, let's combine and run together. So we did. And she told me on the phone, he came in second, and he was blaming me that I wasn't promoting him enough. That's what she told me. And so it was here I was in this glorious victory right. that I had gotten the most, po which I really was more popular than him, and I knew more people than him. Right. But it kind of kind of put a damper, like I had done something wrong. Right. And when so, really, you just did everything right. I guess, but <laughs> but I, it was it it really uh, put salt in, in on that. Mm. So what was it? The best, the worst, and what's the other one? The weirdest. The weirdest. Mm. Um, I guess maybe the weirdest when I got left back speaking to my friend through the door of the, <laughs> of the seventh grade, <laughs> sent oh. me, uh, 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 sending notes. We used to have nice cheating uh, methods. Oh yeah, L like like y you'd have a method. Your friend would be across the room. And if you <clears throat> cough, that means look at you. And now you put three fingers up to your head. That means the third question. <laughs> and then they would answer back some other way that they... Right, Or you right. pass different notes. And I, 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 I liked cheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got you through. That's how you skipped to, to two-way. No, no. <laughs> that was before I knew how to cheat. <laughs> But then you became a pro. Then I became a pro, yes. We, in, uh, in high school, there were people so that would cheat like this. You would have like um, a multiple choice test, and they'd go get a bag of M&Ms, right? And so me and you are sitting next to each other. If I eat a blue M&M, that means the answer is A. I eat a brown M&M, it's B. Yellow, it's, it's like... That's now you reminded me how we cheated because so the now you cough now you put up number three fingers that means the third question and it's multiple choice and now they go right two finger three finger four whatever <laughs> that's how you get it uh huh uh huh if, if we put that much work into doing the work we might not need to cheat that's a good point <laughs> uh huh. All right, I hope you enjoyed this week's revisit of the first five best, worst, and weirdest segments on the show. If you liked it, please go ahead and listen to the full episodes. They are available wherever you are listening to this now. Thanks so much. So long. Please make sure you follow, subscribe, share, whatever it is you can do with your podcast platform. Please do it. I'm putting clips on YouTube every week, so please follow uh, Phil Valentine on YouTube and uh, share the show with a friend if you enjoyed it. I hope you like the intro and outro song as much as I do. That's done by the great Derek Alexander Smith, and we've had some awesome flyers and posters uh, these last couple weeks done by the great Schmanks. Thanks a lot, guys. So long. <laughs>